That so, comes up against Star Wars. That'll be a nice fucking slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> what opens against Star Wars? It's the road chip. Does it really? Yeah. Sisters. Like, well, the road chip was probably going to get Son of Saul. I mean, it looks like all the other studios just surrendered that week. They're all like, right. Fuck it. So, The Good Dinosaur is going to be probably number one. Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 2 will probably come in at number two because that'll be its second week weekend. Creed's opening? Yeah. And Creed will come in at number three. I think that the Hunger Games even has a chance to sustain for another week. Some people might miss it. It might well, still come in I at number one. I haven't heard any hype about The Good Dinosaur. Have you seen any commercials for The Good Dinosaur? Yeah. Asteroid misses Earth. Dinosaurs and humans living together, dogs and cats. Mass hysteria. I see, I see. Like, but I feel like, I guess I feel like the way Matt feels about Creed, like, I haven't heard anything about this movie. Like, even when Inside Out was coming out, you know, well, when it got closer to the opening night, it was like, oh, well, this movie, maybe that'll happen with The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, it's a Pixar joint. People have trust in that. Victor Frankenstein, I'm starting to see some trailers for that. But I it looks, know, like, man. It I looks know. like it could be really fun, but it's gonna bomb. That's a DVD. That's a red box. Yeah, that's special a for that's me. a DVR once it shows yeah. up on HBO. <laughs> I don't know. I think Creed has enough hype. I've heard people talk about it and are excited about going to see potentially another air quotes Rocky movie. Because he'll be in it for like 10 seconds. Do you think he'll only be in it for like a cameo? Or do you think, think he'll be... the second bill star of it. Yeah, but I don't he's think... The, I think he's going to be in it just as much as Mickey is in Rocky. Yeah, yeah. But that's not... I mean, I'm saying that this is another Rocky movie. But it's not really about Rocky, per right, se. Right. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be in it for 10 seconds. No, because he gets sick and goes in the hospital, just from judging from the trailers. So, um, I don't know. I think that Creed could probably come in at number two that weekend. My official pick, I'm going to say it's going to go Hunger Games, Creed, The Good Dinosaur. You're out of your fucking mind. I'm You're gonna... out of your fucking mind. <laughs> Am I the out Good of... Dinosaur? Am I out of my mind? Is it that crazy? Yes. Have you learned nothing? I'm with I'm with Matt. I think Hunger Games, Good Dinosaur, Creed. Okay. Or would you say you said Good Dinosaur, Hunger Games, Creed? Good Dinosaur. Yeah. I, I think Hunger I, I really, Games is going to last another week. One, yeah, I mean, it's one, one week, more week, right? That's what I'm saying. And it's that's only the one week. Finale. I understand. I understand. This, this, is a, this is the Pixar movie this year. And no, it it's not. It's the second Pixar movie. What was the, what was Inside, the first? Out. Inside Out. Oh, that's right. Okay, the second one. But this one, I feel like, looks better. I feel like this is the one, it's the one that comes out at Thanksgiving. It's going to get that holiday crowd. It's more all ages. It's more family appropriate than the Hunger Games. Why are you looking at me confused? These are I, thought, because I, no, thought, I thought you were going to say it's more family appropriate than Inside Out. That's where right. it felt like you were going oh, with okay. your argument. No, that's why and both of us were, were like, what the fuck? Am I missing it Inside <laughs> Out? Is that about something that I didn't know? So, I think it's going to do really, really well. And I think traditionally, when a Pixar movie opens around Thanksgiving, they just slaughter the competition. Plus, Hunger Games will already have had its week in the sun. Like, if they're opening against one another, Hunger Games would win for sure. But I think... This is the kind of movie... You know how, like, sometimes families will go to movies on Thanksgiving, like, after dinner and shit? I don't know anything about that because I've always had to go to a million different places. Well, some people do that, right? Uh, I guess. Like, I don't know. It's well, like right. the people that go to movies yeah. for Christmas. Christmas. I don't Thanksgiving know. Thanksgiving night is a, it's a movie night. Right. It is, is it? I, I yeah. don't know about that. No, dude, it is. Okay. I, I trust you. And... As a matter of fact, the, the one time I did it, I went and saw Toy Story 2. It was crowded. I think we saw the first two Harry Potters on Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah, yeah I've never yeah, done it. Yeah, the, the first two were, were Thanksgiving releases, yeah. and then with the third, that was a summer release, and then they started alternating. Thanksgiving, for me, is always just... It's straight family from the beginning it to be. the end. As it should be. But some people like movies better in their family. Oh, yeah. And I can understand that because some I'm not here movies to suck. Well, I don't think that you could be right 
about the rankings. But I don't think I'm totally insane like you just... <laughs> as you, you, put, you just put, lamented. But you put the good dinosaur at number three. Um, You made a lot of great points. Maybe I'll even put it in there at number two. But I still think that Hunger Games might sustain... Because I'm probably going to go see Hunger Games the next weekend. It's more likely It's out. more likely that Creed ends up at number four than The Good Dinosaur ends up at number three. I don't think that Creed has a chance to take one, though. I, I think... Are we all in agreement with that? Creed's yeah. not going number one. Correct. Do we think that Creed's going to make its money back? Creed is... Shit. I thought they were going to have... Come on, box office mojo. I don't see the budget here for Creed. No, it can't doesn't be that say. much, can it? Sylvester Stallone's uh, fee alone is probably like more than more than what? More than I don't know. It's, it's a lot. Okay. Okay. Thirty-five mil. Thirty-five million. Ooh, that's more than I thought it was going to be. It it'll make that back. Eventually. I don't think it'll make that back opening weekend. I think you're looking at about a $25 million opening. Yeah. Maybe 30 When do we want to start the show? We're doing the show. We're reporting. Right now. Do we want to start now? I know we've been recording, but do we really want to start the show now? Yeah, sure. We can start the show now. <laughs> Welcome to episode 127 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, Ian the Sub Sharkly. Hello! And Matt Cassell. Good evening. It is Monday night, November 9th. And tonight we're going to bring you a hodgepodge of comic book nerd news. We're going to talk a little Star Wars Battlefront. We're going to talk about how the James Bond franchise is overrated. We're going to talk about... Star Wars Rebels and Kanan graphic novel that just came out. We're going to hit all kinds of stuff tonight, along with whether Creed's going to make his money back, as you heard in the, the intro to the show. The soft open. <laughs> so, Ian, why don't you bring us in with some housekeeping? Well, we have a lot of different things to offer through the podcast. At McSauce.com, you can find said podcast where we do have a mixed bag of pop culture, comic book, films, TV, anything that you would like. So go to McSauce.com. We also have our reviews of the comic books that we love. We do well, hate. Love or, love or, you know, hate. Or, you know, or just read. You can also find our webcomic at McSauce.com. If you go to the Facebook page, we will update you daily on the comings and goings of the McSauce universe. So go to Facebook.com slash McSauce and you can like the page and it'll just flow seamlessly into your Facebook stream. You can also check out what some we of do we flow seamlessly into your stream. That's what we like to do. You can go and check out the old classic episodes at mcsaucepodcast.libsyn.com. Tonight we're going to do a lot of talking on Star Wars, some old Star Wars stuff, some new Star Wars stuff, TV, films, comics, the whole Star Wars universe is going to be tonight. You can check out some of the old episodes that we talked about, the prequels, the originals, as well as what our thoughts at that time were for the sequels at our Libsyn page. So check out episodes 14 through 16 for some of our old and ridiculous thoughts on the Star Wars universe. And, uh, yeah, I guess we can get into that tonight. I'd like to go back and listen to our predictions for... Um, the sequel trilogy after we see The Force Awakens. I think that'll be actually really funny. Episode 16, Han's Blue Balls. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let's clarify what that is. That's not Han Solo's Blue Balls. 
That's Hans Zimmer's. Because he doesn't get those, because as we all know, Princess Leia gives it up. Hans Zimmer's blue balls. Just wanted to be clear. Why Why is Hans Zimmer... Why does Hans Zimmer give blue balls? Because there's no... He, he doesn't offer a finish. He's just... Tension... Build up, build up. Yeah. And then... The title of another old classic. There's no... Right. Right. There's no grand finale. Right. According to the episode description, we also invent polynomics in that episode. Ah, good old polynomics. We haven't done a good polynomics in a while. I don't know if that's because we haven't amped about some stuff. Well, we did do a cold open for the show. What were we talking about? We were talking about the amazing new film in the Rocky chronology, Creed. So, let's do a little polynomics on Creed. As, as you loyal listeners know, of course, it's the square root of the difference between our expectations divided by the... <laughs> our excitement. Our excitement to the fourth power equals our final... Wait, is there a third number in there? Yeah, I don't no, think so. Get out so it's just expectation and excitement. Right. Just two separate numbers. Didn't right. we do something at some point where we, we added a third column to it? I think it? you tried to do that right. at one point. No, we thought it was cute, but, yeah, it, but it, it was stupid. Work. It didn't work. Then, then you got up to go to the bathroom, and then like, me and Paul oh, were like, deleted yeah, we're not it. Doing this. I, are either of your numbers high for Creed? What would you consider being high? Over five? <clears throat> Seven or above? Six or well, it was six or above. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm a little excited for it. I would say that I'm. My excitement is a six. My expectation is a five. It's mid range. I don't know if we're going to get something that's great, but I think that we're going to get something that is enjoyable. And that's <clears throat> what a six is to me. See, my my expectation is a seven. I think this is going to be a lot better than. A lot of people think. But my excitement for it is like a three. I'll see it eventually. Really? Once HBO gets that license and I can DVR it, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to go yeah, and Paul, check it out? I'm no. pretty much with you there. Um, I'm going to give it more than a three for excitement. Three is um, almost insulting. I haven't even watched the trailer yet. Really? That's yeah. pretty low. Uh, you yeah, were more excited did. for the Fantastic yeah. Four, Michael B. Jordan's other movie. Right. Which... I'm hopeful that as he does the interview circuit, uh, you know, and he's on Jay Leno or whatever, uh, they start asking him questions like, hey, how about that Fantastic Four movie you're in? That, that was a piece of shit, huh? And let's see how he handles that. Well, leave, leave that guy alone. Whatever happened to Josh Trank? Is he still alive? I feel like he has completely dropped off the face of the earth. He has definitely gone into hiding, I feel. He'll, he'll pop up again. What, are you sure? He's going to have to do... I don't think that he's going to get the reins at any kind of big studio to handle any kind of franchise anytime soon. Let's not forget, that guy was going to make a Star Wars movie. That guy that made that Fantastic Four movie was going to make a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, that's crazy. What were they thinking? I'm pretty sure Disney and the powers that be over there are pretty glad that they now, pulled out. I don't think it's that crazy. Because I think the if we got the, the real Josh Trank movie, if he was left to his own devices to make Fantastic Four, we would have gotten a better product. Do you think that some I of the... I think there was studio meddling that wound up tanking that thing halfway through. Because you we mean, all agreed. You mean wound up tanking that thing? Oh... oh. Because we all agreed, up until like the midway point, it was all right. It was it was, it was, it was all right. But it was like, interesting. It wasn't. It was never a, a home run or like anything uh, overly impressive. I mean, it was a competent movie to a certain point, and then you know it just came off the rails. Uh, it was never anything that should award you something like a Star Wars film. You know, like J.J. Abrams, he well, has earned. That he, he has, but that's but like, why is Ryan Johnson getting episode eight? Because he didn't make the Fantastic Four. I what guess. did he do? He made Looper. Looper was good, but that's a very short track record. Gonna agree. Piss off Jason Kumpfmiller right now. Haven't seen it. 
I don't think that will piss him off if you see oh, a pile of shit. Sure. Yeah, I, I didn't see just it not my not seeing it will send him off. I didn't else. see it either, but well, they, Looper's not a James you didn't Bond see Looper? film. No, I didn't. But I did see uh, Jurassic World. Same Jurassic World that Ian is sporting on his shirt today uh, with Star Lord and four Raptors. Can I, which is can I cool. say he's that, a heck of a wrangler? That fucking Star Lord helmet from Guardians of the Galaxy infuriates me. It makes me so fucking mad. It's so fucking dumb. You can say that. His 90s ass hair popping out of the top. The Abnett Landing helmet with like the old German World War II style, you know, cap on it looked so much fucking cooler. This is silly. Like they tried to keep the face plate with the big red eyes and I like that. But losing the losing the cap part of it, not a fan. So it's better when you make your superheroes look like Nazis? Is that yeah, that, that could Atlantic, possibly be why case, they went away from yeah, it. Yeah, it might have something to do with it. In this case, that Abnett landing costume, the whole thing, like even like getting rid of the fucking red leather Star Wars jacket, like the kind of like suit he had with the big fold over flap and you know the fire on the front. That was a cool fucking costume, and they the all fire from it. like the ovens or uh, it's in Guardians of the Galaxy. That fire logo, I think it's on his shoulder somewhere or something. But it's not. Right on his chest, on his really, really ass looking really, uniform. Really you cool outfit. Dude, it is super it cool. It doesn't look that. But it's, it doesn't look Nazi ish. Like, I, you, that was my first. You're right. It looks like the uniforms they wore in World War One. So, you know. Neither of you guys had a problem with that fucking costume. That's a cool costume. I think the way that you're describing it as they should have gone with it, it was so Nazi. Like, maybe not the best way to, like, try to build it up. But here's the thing. I think the one that they used in the movie looked pretty cool, too. The and helmet? Yeah. The, whole, the overall costume. The overall costume. I was totally fine I can, with dig, it. I can dig the jacket and all that, you know. Very Star like, Wars. I put like a red the, dotted stripe like down the face mask. Leg. I like the headpiece. That's fine. I didn't like how it magically disappeared. Yes. That, you can click it off it didn't and, even and, look and like very fold good. it up or something like that. It didn't I even like look very good when that happened. I yeah. thought that looked kind of shitty. It was like Michael Bay's Transformers. I was trying not to be loud, but then I spilled on the table. <laughs> like, you're looking at <laughs> this horrible. thing, like, disappear behind his head. Right. You're like, how's that even happening? Right. Like, I don't even understand the comic book science. Yeah. Of what's going on yeah. right now. Yeah. But that's super nitpicky. Like, it, it was... It kind of isn't. I mean, it was sort of ridiculous looking, and it was well, the, really like, I don't think it was bad looking. I think that I think the, the execution was... The, the the design wasn't bad looking. The execution, is that what you're talking about? The way... The effect? It, the effect was, was done poorly. I can agree with that. And I don't like the design. I don't think that's very nitpicky. No, it's not. It's fine. So, other other movies that suck. The entire James Bond franchise. Yeah, but I don't think we gave our uh, polynomics for Creed yet. And I wanted to do... No, you didn't. And I I wanted to do... You're six and five, I'm seven and three. Oh, is that why you were so quick to move on? Because you guys gave your fucking numbers? Subconsciously, probably. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, I agree with you, Paul, that uh, expectations are higher than anticipation. A.K.A. excitement. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm using different verbiage here for polynomics. So, it's a fluid concept. It's a fluid system. <laughs> Is it? It, moves, it flows like water. Didn't it you does. guys just tell me that we had it set in stone and we can't add things to it? Well, we can't add. Anticipation. So you, can change, you can change. You can't and add. And excitement's the same thing, right? It's fairly similar. Fairly? You think that there's some differences? Explain the differences between anticipation and excitement. Go. I don't feel like doing that. <laughs> you can be excited for things in the moment. Anticipation is all for things in the future. So excitement can be in the present. You can be excited. You can be excited nostalgically for old things. So excitement you can, you is a can more... anticipate old things. <laughs> <laughs> excitement is something that can be used throughout time where anticipation is locked in the future. If so there you are, go. And if you were trapped in the middle of the ocean, you would be doing an excellent job treading water right now, staying alive. <laughs> Was that not a good description of the difference between anticipation and excitement? 
I'm being I'm being serious. I mean, well done. Not shark food yet, folks. He fucking had me though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a valid. I think that's a valid difference. Anticipation is strictly referring to things to come, whereas excitement covers all spectrums of the time continuum. Duh. Yeah. Fucking duh. duh. Alright, so, my polynomics. Uh, so are we going to change it from, what was it before? I don't even remember. It's expectation and, it, and, and excitement. It, is it excitement? Maybe it should be anticipation. anticipation because well, it's strictly our excitement for the future. A.K.A. anticipation. That's right. So maybe we should change it. Like you said, it's fluid. It always changes, right? It's Polynomics. Like so, whatever. Can I say something like that? My anticipation for this movie is probably about a six. And that is strictly based on my love of the Rocky franchise. But what's your excitement? It's a six. That's the same thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> What if I was like, it's a nine? <laughs> you know, well, it can't be two different numbers. <laughs> well, how do we rank? It's, it's a nine, but ask me in the future, and then we'll see what it is. <laughs> but if you ask me after I saw Rocky Three in the theater, my anticipation, my excitement at the at that particular moment was you can't you can't be anticipating things after it happened. All right, what now? <laughs> when talking about Rockies. You always have to rank them. What are your official rankings? I'd like to finish my polynomics out if I could. I fucking get to it, man. I'm going to say my anticipation, or, um, my excitement is a six. I'm so confused. And yes. my expectations are a seven. And the only reason why my excitement is as high as it is... The highest numbers of the night. The only reason why it's as high as it is is because I am big... Rocky fan to begin with. Like, I saw the trailer, and, like, my reaction was, eh, it looks pretty good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm totally going to see it. It's cool to see Rocky, but, like, I'm not jumping out of my seat. I'm pretty sure I'm going to see it, and it's going to be a really good movie, and you're going to come away, like, very happy with what you've seen, assuming they don't kill fucking Rocky. I was nervous they were going to kill Rocky at the end of Rocky uh, Balboa. Did anybody think that he was going to bite it in the ring? Like, he would go out boxing? Um, I don't think that they would have done that because I never saw Rocky Balboa. Does he win at the end of that movie? Wow, I'm not telling. Really? really? Jesus Christ! You I mean, seen well, then you I can't even know who rank the. No, I can't. I can't. He rank fights the ones a, I've seen. He fights a real boxer in that one. He does that sometimes, <clears throat> actually. He did it with Mr. T. He did it with. Is Mr. T a real professional boxer? Uh, he was a real boxer to some degree, wasn't he? Mr. T? Let's take a look. He's a fucking bouncer and then also on the A-team. I don't think that's... Well, according to Wikipedia, boxer isn't one of his occupations. He's an actor, a motivational speaker, a wrestler, <laughs> a bodyguard, boxer before and a television personality. Oh. Yeah, uh, he wasn't. Hmm. I forget the net. Is it Antonio Tarver? Was Mason the line Dixon? Yeah. So anyway, so Matt, you gave you gave some high numbers. Yeah, I did. And now we need to rank the Rocky movies. I well, you can because you haven't seen all of them. I, have, I haven't seen the last one. I saw the rest of them. <clears throat> yeah, but still, it's a all Rocky right. movie. Top out over here. No, go ahead and rank them. The most recent one is at the bottom for you, Balboa. Right. Because you haven't seen it. And then the one where he fights Tommy Gunn. Uh huh. That's what, five? That's five. Four is probably. Uh, the first one? Wait. Uh, no, whatever you. It's your list, so go the, ahead. The, uh, <clears throat> I like. Four. With first, are you going from one? Are you which which way? Yes. What um, I, I, are I you going go, from the bottom? I gotta to go top to bottom. Okay, top, top to bottom. Go go top, go top to bottom. Four is my favorite. Okay, chiefly because I saw that one more than any of the other ones. Okay, four is the one with Drago. Right. You know this, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then number one. Okay. And then number two. Okay. And then it must be three. And then three. And then five. And, and then, then five. Balboa. And then Balboa. Yeah. Okay. 
That's the stupidest list I ever heard That's in my harsh. life. <laughs> I'm sure I've said stupider. I'm sure I've given stupider lists on this podcast. Now, that was a pretty terrible list. And I'm not well, going to... What's, what's the best one? Like, not just for you two personally, but what's traditionally one. held the, as the, the first Rocky movie? The first one, by far. Yeah. By far. Then probably two. Then Balboa. Then probably three. Then four. Then five. That's a dangerous list. And then it's like two? You like two better than mm-hmm. four? I'm giving you the masses list. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, what's your list? Because I feel I'm probably the biggest Rocky fan here. Yeah? Okay. I'm, I'm assuming. Maybe, okay. okay. And so I feel like, hey, Rocky needs a spokesperson, spokesperson, and who better to do it here at, at this table than me? I represent the people for Rocky tonight. You're wearing like a gray hoodie, kind of yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's my list. One, Balboa. Two. Wait, your favorite is Rocky Balboa. No, 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 one. one. Uh, one. Okay, one. one. Two is and Balboa. Balboa. Then probably two. 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 Then, like you, Paul, because of like nostalgic reasons, because I saw it a lot as a kid, four. Then three, then five. That's the most ridiculous list. Of it's them. not ridiculous. Ian, go. It's pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> One nominated for an Academy Award. I believe that did Sylvester Stallone win for the writing, but not acting or something like that. That sounds about right. I don't know. Uh, could you try to open that can a little louder next time? Hey, well, at least you didn't pour it on the table like I did. <laughs> One. Four, <laughs> Balboa, <What>? three, <laughs> you're a dummy, two, five. This list is ter- worse. Two is terrible, dude. Are you out of have your you fucking watched mind? Two recently? Of course I have. It's a piece of shit. You're With your eyeballs? You watched it? Yeah, well, okay, why was it a piece of shit? Give me, give me three good reasons. It... It rehashed the story of the first one in an uninteresting manner. That's vague. Spound on that. It was the same story, and it was just stupid. That's exactly what you just said, only worse. What's your second reason? There was a tiger in it. That was dumb. (laughs) And I want can I raise that now that I know that? (laughs) I just didn't like the way that it ended. It felt contrived. So those are his two reasons. <laughs> the, the the ending it was done with, with the tiger. The the dual punching was comedic. It's not entirely true. It was just one punch. <clears throat> one punch knocked both of them to the ground? Yeah, Rocky threw everything he had into that one punch and, and he knocked himself? <laughs> he did. He did. Now if if you're gonna tell me that Rocky two is contrived, but Rocky four is like totally oh, it's, to- it's total excitement, 80s, yeah, Rocky's, communism, Rocky's nonsense madness, and that's why it's fun Rocky and great. Four is pure 80s goodness. Yeah. It is almost the perfect 80s movie. Well, what I liked about it was that it proved that Rocky actually could single handedly end the Cold War by boxing. Look up. You're right. He did knock them both down with one punch. That's even stupider. Jesus fucking Christ, Matt. You're dumb. So you you think that that Rocky IV was not contrived? It was just so wacky and crazy and over the top. A really great over film. the top. Over the great Sylvester Stallone movie. Right. Anyway, uh, who remembers Yvonne Drago? Everybody. Everybody who remembers Yvonne. Ivan. Ivan. Whatever. Ivan. Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne Drago was his sister. <laughs> that would be Ivana. Dragova. Dragova. Ivana Dragova. Her last name changes with her gender. <laughs> yes. There's somewhere. Everybody remembers Drago. Everybody remembers Apollo Creed's death. Everybody remembers Happy Birthday, Polly. Done. <laughs> Chiefly for the same reasons Matt and I ranked it so high. Like, that movie got fucking play. Because it's... I ranked it higher than Matt. What are you talking about? Well, that's my second favorite. Well, that's, that's why it's high on all of our lists. Because that movie got more play than anyone else. 
because it's it's so fucking good. It's ridiculous, but it was. I mean, if I saw that as an adult, I would have shit. It's ridiculous in a totally satisfying way. Now, what about Rocky Three? Rocky Three had its own set of ridiculousness. Plus, it had like a really great homoerotic subplot to it. With Rocky and Apollo jumping around and dancing through the ocean in their half shirts and their short shorts and their high socks. Super sexy. That just dripped with 80s uh, goodness. That might have been more 80s than... It might have been. It uh. No, you can't, you can't beat the Cold War in a boxing ring. For more 80s than... I mean, they were Rocky so Thor. evil. They were evil. They and they cheated. They trained robots. Rocky yeah. trained with logs in the snow. Yeah, I know he did. Yeah. What did he train with in Rocky Balboa? I don't fucking know. I didn't see it. <laughs> one was chickens, one was beef, one was logs in the snow. <laughs> what was Rocky Balboa? <laughs> I thought you were ordering food. Chicken, beef... <laughs> And logs. Side of logs. <laughs> That's what happens after all that chicken and beef. Logs in the stomach. Well, three inside three. with that pooping. <laughs> three was tigers. Three, so three, three introduced. Or two was tiger. He trained with tigers and two. Yeah, three, three he introduced. Was in the sand. Eye of the tiger. He yeah he yeah, Which, the tiger. But four opens with eye of the tiger. It does because they're and it's got the boxing gloves that slowly turn. One has the American flag on it, and the other has. When the I was Soviet a little kid, flag. I made those gloves out of play-doh and smashed them together because I awesome. loved Rocky so and if, much. And if you watch closely, you see the American flag take down the Russian flag. Um, you have to watch that. Maybe we'll link that to the page. Maybe we should watch Rocky Four and do. Commentary. That would be a good one for commentary, although I feel like we've already devoted commentary to this episode. Podcast. But, uh, What's cool is I have the hugging scene from Rocky Three just playing on, on a loop in loop. front of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, Stallone was in great fucking shape in Rocky Three. <clears throat> Gotta give it up to him for that. Wasn't he in better shape in Four? I think it's debatable. He could have been, but he was in good shape in Three. Now, I feel like Rocky II was very good because it further explored the character and it also pushed his relationship with Adrian further. Um, you know, also focused on the birth of his son and there was that whole subplot which was like super important to him and he wouldn't even train um, to fight Apollo. It got into, it humanized Apollo on a level that it didn't do in the first one. So now you had this other character who felt obligated to fight Rocky again because everybody thought that he was a joke and he had to protect his reputation. And that's why he fought him again. Uh, to say it was shit, I think that's dumb. It's still a good movie. I still it's enjoy it. I don't know about great. I still enjoy it as a Rocky movie, though. I mean, we're we're ranking it against the other movies that are really good that I really really enjoy. It's um, that's true. Uh, it's I think it was the first one that was directed by Stallone. Um, Stallone directed more than his share of Rocky movies. I know that he did. He had to have directed two. the fourth one, right? He did. I know it was like a straight up action movie. I'm pretty sure that he did five and six. Five and Balboa. Did he write? Yeah, did he write Balboa as well? I think he wrote all six of them. I could be wrong. IMDb is our friend here, so I love that this turned into the straight up Rocky podcast. <laughs> we, We're we dedicating a lot of time to the Rocky franchise. You know what? That's just what happens here on the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. Why? Because it's like water. It's fluid. It's fluid. It's, it's like, like one of those sports bottles that they spray in Rocky's face uh, in between rounds. It's just like the stream that I mentioned that everybody, we can include you in the stream. Mm -hmm. This is the stream of Rocky. But here we are. So uh, John uh, Avildsen, Avildsen directed uh, Rocky 1. Um, Rocky 2, on the other hand. Ivan Kirshner. Weird. We know that name from somewhere. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, you I, sure it's not Yvonne Kirshner? <laughs> Rocky Two, directed by none other than Sylvester Stallone, written by Stallone. Rocky Three was 
directed by Stallone, written by Stallone. I mean, are you seeing a trend here? Rocky Four, of course, was Rocky Four even has the best poster. Just him poster. beat the shit American flag. No, nothing, nothing like showing you the very end of the movie on the fucking. But <laughs> could it end any other way? Uh, written and directed by Stallone. Five. I'm willing to bet everything that it was written. Everything? Because I already have. Oh my, he did not direct it. The original Rocky director directed Rocky Five. Yeah, you're going to have to go watch Balboa, Paul. It was really good. That's what I hear. It really was. Anybody have any uh, parting Rocky thoughts before we move on with our podcast tonight? <laughs> Only that, from what I can tell on a quick Google search, um, the Russian language is much like the French language in the La and Lays, and that they designate male and female parts so that female females do have A's at the end of their names. So even if you... But you changed... The problem we have is you changed the last name. No, I've changed the first name. And the last name, too, though. No, I said Yvonne Drago. We'll have to go to the tape. Go to the tape. I'm not going to get Drago wrong. No, you did, but you did. You changed it. Alright, we'll go to the tape. Okay. Did I change it because I was being funny? Yeah, I said Dragova afterwards. Yeah. I know it's not... Yeah, I was fucking joking. I know his last name's not Dragova. Okay. Okay. I agree. What are we <laughs> going to talk about with uh, Star Wars now that we have moved on from oh, the no, world guys, of Philadelphia? You guys derailed me so hard. Whatever you guys want. Do we want to talk about James Bond? Yeah, James Bond. Move to another movie franchise? Yeah, let's talk about Ro James Bond. I, I, I feel like Rocky gets the appropriate hype. For a movie franchise. I feel like James Bond probably gets too much hype. Overhyped. How many James Bonds have there been? Like a thousand. A thousand. I have never been into James Bond. I don't see what the appeal is. I've seen a handful of movies. I saw Goldeneye. I saw The World is Never Enough or some shit. I saw Casino Royal. I saw one of the um, ones with uh, Timothy Dalton, which was awful. As of 2013, there have been 23 James Bond films. That's a lot of James Bond films. That's probably 24 at this point. Wait, since when? 2013. How many have there been? 23. Wait, hold on. Since 2013, two years ago, there's been 23 movies. Yeah. Oh, you mean as of? He's saying as of the article he's reading in 2013. Sorry. I thought you just sounded crazy for a minute. <laughs> but you thought I meant between 2013 yes, and 15. There were 23 movies. <laughs> that's what I thought you were saying. And I was like, that, I don't I think like, that's why accurate. I was getting hung up on this. I was like, yeah, Bond been around Took since me a minute. the 50s. 1962 was the first one. It was Dr. No. I See, I thought Sean Connery was like the third James Bond. This is how little I know about the James Bond franchise because I am just completely disinterested in the James Bond franchise. The Daniel Craig movies sparked a little bit of interest. I feel like maybe someday I'll sit down and check those out. Uh, I feel like I'm obligated to watch some of the better Sean Connery movies, but ultimately I've just never, never been interested in James Bond. I've never seen any James Bond movie. I've seen bits and pieces. Really? You've never seen any? No. Never sat down and watched one from start to finish. The closest I've seen to watching a James Bond movie all the way through are the first two Austin Powers. <laughs> I really liked, at the time, GoldenEye. But I also liked the Nintendo 64 game. That's why everybody likes that. Right? And it was kind of a cool movie. I even I know that, and I hate video games. Then they made a couple more with Pierce Brosnan. And I, the one that I saw was not good at all. Um, I think it was the one that tomorrow is not enough for the world dies tomorrow. Uh, they're all terrible titles, aren't they? Like, for real? One's called... Uh, my favorite is Never Say Never Again. Well, scrolling through them, my favorite is You Only Die Twice. I think the titles are actually kind of cool. 
Octopussy? I mean, come on! That's a classic. I think A View to a Kill. License to Kill. Yeah. Live and Let Die. Diamonds are forever. classics. But you only only die twice. Super funny. You you only live twice. You only live twice. Thunderball, that's good. Goldfinger, solid from Russia with Love. The Quantum of Solace is retarded. Sorry, they were, on that's good, they were on a good run with those early names, and then they just kind of... On Her Majesty's Secret Service? See, I kind of like that one. What the fuck? It's so yeah, British. That, that one, yeah, that one's super. The Man with the Golden Gun, that's kind of lame. Come on. The Spy Who Loved Me. I like The Man with the Golden <laughs> Gun. I'm not, Moon- I'm, not sir, I'm not sold on The Spy Who Loved Me. Moonraker? Dumb. That's kind of... That's cool sounding. What? Moonraker? Here's What's going on with that moon? There's Lots no leaves on the moon. You don't know. That's the thing. If it was called... Just, Look, if it was called Moon Raper, that would be cool. But uh, Moon Raker is totally boring. The the, the the poster looks like it's James Bond in space. For your eyes, it is. For your eyes only sounds either like a Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks uh, romantic comedy or a piece of shit on Lifetime. Take your pick. Actually, that's one and the same, isn't it? The uh, World is Not Enough. That is a cool title, though. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan had Best one, run. best one, License to Kill. That's good. I like Casino Royale. Dumb. I also like the simplicity of Skyfall and Spectre. I so thought, I thought how many Casino of Royale was a How many of these title? movies have you guys seen? Well, I, I went through my list already. Are you listening? The, the, the ones that you've seen. Yeah, so Casino Royale... Royale. Royale. Royale, whatever. With cheese. <laughs> Casino Royale with cheese. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Or maybe it was The World's Not Enough. One of the two. Goldeneye. And I think License to Kill. So four. Ian? I have seen Goldeneye, Die Another Day, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace. Yeah, you guys are Bond fans. And I watch half of Skyfall until I fell asleep. Until I fall asleep. Because that one was kind of boring. Um, out of those, I wasn't. I didn't even like the Nintendo game for GoldenEye. So um, <gasps> what? I know. Ask for me. Video game treason. Are you serious? Yeah, I did. I don't like first-person shooters. So I understand why people like it. At the it. time, that was the I biggest thought- thing. Because you could play four players. I know. I, and everybody I had one of those triple-handled... Remember the N64 controller with the middle thing that felt like a dick in the middle? That's why it was and, the best controller. Right? But that was the part you always handled. Because that was the part that had the thumb thing That's on the it. the part that you always handle with your thumb. That's right. What? Yeah, I didn't like that. Um, Casino Royale was probably... Paul has no idea what... what no, just I, I know that controller. I'm just picturing how Ian handles his joystick with his thumb. <laughs> he holds it and then he... Like he treats his because it's got that little nub, like right? You guys have that little nub on top different, of you. Different strokes, I guess. Casino Royale, Daniel Craig, probably my favorite. It's a, it's actually a good movie that you well, don't how, need to know any of the Bond lore. How many have you seen that weren't Daniel Craig? Um, two. Who, and were, they, who were they? Who were the Bonds? It was Pierce Brosnan. But I've never seen Roger Moore. I've never seen Sean Connery. And that's probably... I probably should go back and watch some of those. And because before, I'm sure that he's funny, at least. Before we started recording, um, we were talking about our buddy Jason Kumpmiller, who would be upset. He's going to be upset at this entire conversation. We're our having. buddy. And you, you said you explained to him why I don't like James Bond, even though he drinks, he womanizes, you know... That's a character I should like, but I don't. Right. Tell me why I don't like that character. I think that you don't like, not not just the character, but Bond movies in general, because there's too much hype. You didn't grow up watching these movies, so I doubt that you can get past all of the massive hype on one of the greatest pop culture, or most beloved pop culture figures. That was my first thing. And then the second thing is that James Bond, even though he has a lot of fun gadgets that kind of can be considered some like sci-fi aspects or it's mostly in the real world he's basically just a spy with some a little bit fun gadgets but there aren't lightsabers blasters aliens space travel none of the stuff that you like power rings power rings (laughs) see i've i've always kind of felt like i never warmed up to james bond and like i've said i've never seen any james bond movie so i don't really i don't really know 
how he is, but like someone like Han Solo, right? He's fun. He has a good time. Right. Gets his ass kicked. Right. Someone like Han Solo's close cousin, Mel Reynolds on Firefly. He's fun. He's a funny guy. Gets his ass kicked. I feel like James Bond. Hal yeah, Jordan. Similar. Hal Jordan. Same. Hal Jordan is Han Solo with a power ring. But I, I always felt like James Bond is, yeah, he likes to drink and he likes the ladies, but he's fucking serious. And he's here for business. And business only. He's got no time business for joking around with a side of octopusy. <clears throat> I think it would be interesting if you watched one to see what you thought. I feel like the the good starting point for you would be probably Casino Royale with cheese. Because that kind of kicks off sort of like an it's almost like James Bond begins in a lot of ways. Yeah, like I'd like to watch the the the, Dan, the Daniel Craig ones because yeah. they're they're recent and they've all gotten pretty good reviews. Right, and it's all one. I know it's all supposed to be some weird continuity, but this is one type continuity. It feels like the same it. guy. All know, the ridiculousness the of some of the other ones with the gadgets and everything was kind right. of taken out. So that it's a lot more realistic. One, right, felt more grounded. I really like. But I don't know the if Born you Identity. Like that. Oh, okay. I was going to. I be never my saw next the question. Born Identity. I like I. I I've only seen the first two with Matt Damon. I really like both of them. So, you know, taking those into consideration, there's no reason I shouldn't like these Daniel Craig Bond movies. Yeah, it has the same kind of... It's just nothing that I've been like, oh man, I can't wait to sit down and watch that. Yeah, I, I never really understood. This This past week on social media, it's my Facebook feed has been flooded with Spectre is the best thing ever, and I can't wait to go see it, and I saw it, and it was great, and I I just don't have that kind of love for James Bond. Uh, I can appreciate why people like it, but... I, you I know, it's so it. funny, because as I look at these, and I'm looking at, like, the Daniel Craig ones, it kind of makes me want to check them out. Quantum Solace was really not that good, I thought. The That was the second one. The villains were... They had... Although... I guess in today's times, it's sort of a realistic plot. They were trying to steal water or something like that. At Maybe the time I, I saw Skyfall. it, it was just Maybe really fucking Skyfall. stupid. Um, I don't even know what Skyfall is about. So. I will be honest. I think that Spectre looked kind of interesting. And it's going to be, even though Daniel Craig has one more uh, James Bond film on his current deal... It doesn't sound like from his press releases that he's going to do another movie. He doesn't really like doing the character anymore, I yeah, guess. I mean, Which, to me, is kind of funny because name another Daniel Craig movie that you went to to see just him. Well, I'm not sure that he's a fantastic James Bond anyway. Um, I mean, he's the first one that I'll buy that he could beat the shit out of you. Like, all the other ones kind of seem like not that tough or intimidating, but Daniel Craig, okay, I'll buy that. But, um... About Sean Connery back in the day? Probably not. No. How about now? Maybe now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck Daniel Craig, man. Like, that's what put him on the map. And you're gonna, like, just talk bad about it, like, like it, you're too good for it now? It's weird because he hasn't really had a movie that you went to go see just for him. He was in that stupid atheist movie. What was it called? The Golden Compass. He was in... Is that uh, an atheist movie? I don't yeah. know. Is yeah. It? Oh, okay. it's, I feel like it was the writer's answer to The, the book Chronicles is. of Narnia. Yeah, the book is. The movie... Oh, I don't know anything it's not, it. They don't beat you over the head too much with it in the movie, but... Right. It's the same with Narnia. When you read Narnia... You're like, oh, oh my god, this, this guy loves Jesus. Jesus. Right. But when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, this is you know, a cool fantasy tale. Right. I just, I hate those like kind of movies with... He was in Girls of Dragon's Agendas. But that's no one where, to go that's see where, right. that movie. Right, exactly. Yeah. But like that's, I feel like that's the biggest vehicle he's been he in. Was, and that was he, from James Bond. And that was a good movie, and he was good in it. He was very right. good in it. Right. But like that's not, hey, here's, you know, like... Daniel Craig starring in this movie. 
He hasn't really had that. Yeah. Other than the James Bond. So, so, so you guys, it's surprising so that he's like, no, fuck this character and fuck this movie. Well, I did hear that Spectre closes everything up. Like, okay, this era cool. of Bond, like, Spectre wraps everything up. And this is the Daniel Craig package now. So that after this, they can move on. Like, Daniel Craig's, you know, hatred of playing James Bond. <laughs> Like, I, it doesn't seem like it's going to have too much of an effect when they move forward with some other guy. Agreed. Although, I've heard things like they're already, I don't know if it's the writer or producers, like, yeah, we're pretty sure he'll come back for the next one, but whatever. Like, I couldn't possibly care less. Uh, but we were talking a little bit about Goldeneye before. The way you said that, dude. I couldn't. Could you? I don't give a shit. I'm just Does saying. Anybody give, like, we I, don't give a shit here, but like, the way you I'm said sorry. it was hilarious. Seriously, fuck Daniel Craig. Like, he owes his career to James Bond. Treat it with a little more respect than that. That's what I've been saying about that asshole Tom York from Radiohead in the song Creep for fucking years. I was like, you did, owe your career. I was like, who did he play? You owe your yeah, career. Right. I was like, oh, Radiohead you to the song Creep. I thought and you going... refused to play it at concerts. That's the only reason half those people are fucking there to hear Creep, and you're not gonna play it. Fuck you. You don't have a career without Creep. You fucking. Nobody now goes to a Radiohead concert. Maybe they're shaking the Not unless you're like. What's his name? Not unless they you're like, like play in rainbows backwards. Tom York. Tom York and Daniel Craig should, like, form a band together or be in a movie together. What do you think? The band can be called we The Ungratefuls. You. We hate that you came to see us. And Doesn't Harrison Ford give a little bit of that? Not the current Harrison Ford, but traditional, historic no. Harrison right, Ford. Right, but he's redeemed himself. Tom York and Daniel Craig are still douchebags. Right. Until Daniel Craig comes back in 35 years and reprises his role as <laughs> James Bond. And all of a sudden, J.J. Abrams has a great script for him, and he's right. like, oh my god, I can't believe this can be good again. And he teaches his son, uh, his son, little Jimmy Bond, yeah. how to be a so spy. Played by Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so speaking of Goldeneye, like we were talking about before, that reminded me, we kind of want to talk a little bit about uh, Battlefront. EA's new Star Wars video game coming out. Uh, and just EA have the license for Star Wars now. Yeah, man. Holy shit. Yeah, because I think what happened was they. Yeah, what happened was Lucas Arts folded mm-hmm. back when Disney acquired um, Star Wars three years ago. Hard to believe it was three years ago now. You guys remember that day? Like, and then they announced they're going to make new oh, movies. Yeah, and we, yeah. Like when I first read that article, I thought that it was fake. I thought it, it was a, a, an April Fool's Day joke, even though it came out on October 30th, and I just thought, there's no way this is real. Like, this is a horrible internet prank. And then once I realized it was real, I was like, what? It, like, took so long to sink in. But anyway, Battlefront comes out in, I think, less than 10 days from, from the day we're recording here on November 9th. And uh, it... By all indications, it looks like it's going to be the biggest video game of the year. Bigger than Call of Duty. Um, and it looks... Bigger than the Destiny game that came out? Yeah. Well, I think the latest Arkham Asylum? Yeah, when I say bigger than Call of Duty, that means bigger than anything. Battlefront's not out yet? No, it comes out in about a week and a half, something like that. Did Call of Duty do well? I thought it did. Uh, well, Call of Duty just came out Friday, and they always do very, very well. However, I and they're always the number one game of the year. There's a new Call of Duty every single year. It's like a Madden franchise. It's very much so. They're milking it. Like there's a few franchises that are like that. But Call of Duty, Call of Duty, like real warfare, right? Yeah, but like they're Halo's made... warfare in the future. But Call of Duty now is changing it, where they have more yeah. fantastical weapons, and you're doing. They're in the future now, like not like hundreds of years but like maybe 50 years in the future so they have very advanced weaponry so i don't i don't play video games i don't follow video games yeah but like call of duty halo this fallout business um like battlefront arkham asylum like those assassin's are, creed is a big one assassin's creed uh destiny yeah right yeah. so those are the ones that i hear I, I seem to hear about all the time and i'm on the very very far fringes right of video game fandom mm-hmm. so you think Battlefront is going to beat all of this stuff and be the biggest game of the year? I do, yeah. And uh, there's a few reasons why. 
number one, I think um, I think that Call of Duty is getting a little tired. I think um, fans might be interested in kind of a change of pace. It's the same shit all the time, same mechanics, but they keep adding like little wrinkles to it. Um, I think that the sales, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure they're like in a little bit of a decline, even though it's still on top. There's a couple, and I think that that's like a very common thing with annualized franchises, Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, Madden. It's very difficult to change it that much from year to year and make it relevant. So um, Call of Duty is going up against Star Wars this year, which looks amazing. It looks so cool. Plus it's got the hype of the movie kind of to really boost interest. Um and by all accounts, it plays great. Everyone's like super excited about it. I, I all just, platforms or just yeah. So it's going to be out on the PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and I guess PC. I would imagine. Whereas Call of Duty, I think, is still on the last generation systems. Um, so with that, it'll probably sell better than Battlefront. But Battlefront will beat it on the current gen consoles, and that's really what matters because going forward I think so this is probably the last year of the older consoles right they're <sighs> going to phase them out after this year probably I mean, there might still be uh, a couple games coming out next How year long this time PlayStation 4 has been out for this is the third year of its cycle this right? is the third year yeah but Sony's Man. philosophy is to support systems for 10 years really yeah. that, hmm. that's what they do Microsoft doesn't support as long they try to keep moving forward but Sony tries to, at least to a degree, support their shit. So I think PS3 came out in 06. That sounds right. So, yeah, here we are with PS4 three years in. But yeah, I, I really expect Battlefront to be huge. But with that said, I'm not, like, I'm excited to play it and experience these battles. But, like, all it is, in reality, is you playing against a bunch of, like, little punk kids that are really good at video games... And a lot better than you, and all they're going to do is kill you over and over and over and over again. And I don't know about you, but that is the opposite of fun to me. Yeah, the charm of Madden wore off when I couldn't dedicate hours and hours of my life to just learn <laughs> strategy, Madden strategy. I had gotten to the point where I was downloading strategy guidebooks and like trying to get a little bit better and. You can't beat a 14-year-old with unlimited time. Well, like, can't you just play the computer and enjoy it? Yes, in yeah. Madden, sure. But in Battlefront, this game is set up specifically to be an online, like, deathmatch, basically. Where you have, I think it's 16 against 16, something like that. And it's just real people yeah. controlling all these, you know, characters. Can you just play it? What do you mean? Without playing with other real people? No, there's no single player to it. Really. But that's that's the way that games are nowadays. That's a big selling point, unfortunately. Like, video games aren't made for our generation anymore. Like, they've passed us, man. Like, single player experiences are few and far between. Although, with that said, that new Fallout game, I think, is a totally single player experience. But, like, I fucking hate multiplayer. The only time I like it is if I know everybody that's playing like in real life and I'm friends with them and then you can like I don't have a good like time. The only, I, I like that whenever you're sitting on my couch and I can see well, your face too. whenever I'm scoring on you. Yeah, I never liked that because it was always too much pressure. No matter how many times my Los Angeles Kings beat the Edmonton Oilers. It was quite a few, and I have to it say. It didn't matter. It was just so stressful. And like always, like playing people online and playing another real person it was just so fucking stressful for me i wanted to win it wasn't fun for me anymore like i'd rather just play the computer so yeah i i don't think i'd really like the currency i don't like not having an option to play single player but i i, I understand why they would just take it completely away because kids these days kids every, these days everything they do is online and multiplayer i've watched the commercials for it and nothing has indicated that that you know what you need to. You it's assumed, to I think. Really? I think. Are we? Wow. Probably for the people We're that old, are. Dude. Paul, for the people that are gonna buy it. Yeah, I think they know. What's I mean, going you're on. not buying it. There's no shop oh, when you're no. buying it. So, but 
to that commercial, I think it's a really cool commercial for our generation because the guy picks up the his old R2-D2 toy. It's covered in sand and mud, just like all of ours are. And he gets that nostalgia, and then he jumps out the window. I like how he, I loved it, how he throws a chair through the window of a skyscraper. But like, fuck it! It's so insane. Like, yeah. I, it's... With that said, it's like maybe my favorite commercial ever. It's yeah, because it's like the commercial. That's crazy. But the X-wing hovering unmanned outside the window no, no. is totally fine. R two D 2s manning it. Ah, uh, see, but here's yeah, the thing: it, when he, he's jumping at the angle that his foot's gonna hit, he's gonna slip off that thing and fall to his death. I like the Target. I think it's a Target commercial or a Walmart commercial where the boy puts batteries in his lightsaber and then goes to help his sister. And she's like, I don't she's need you. like, yeah, that's yeah. badass. Yeah, I like that commercial a lot better. But I, I do like the the Battlefront one with because he looks at the R two and then he's going through like all the shit him and his buddy used to do. And they're on their, their bicycles, yeah, it's great. like X wings, tie fighters. No, no question, it's it, easily my favorite commercial of this year. Maybe not my favorite of all time. That one probably is saved for the European one with the car tumbling over the children. <laughs> But yeah, it's a great commercial right up until they get to the point where it's like, oh, you're a fucking nameless rabble in the rebel or imperial army. You don't get to be anyone of consequence. And we're not going to tell you, but you don't get to play by yourself. <laughs> it's still a great commercial, but it's targeted for us who would appreciate that stuff. None of the kids that are going to be playing that ever dress their bike. Well, they never had that old-ass R2-D2 that just had stickers. Right, no. Instead of, like, molded droid parts. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's targeted for us to go out and buy it and then find out that we have to play it online and be like, fuck, I'm never going to play it. Now, with all that said, I could be wrong, but I think there might be a bots mode. And do you know what I mean? What that means, Paul? Oh, I don't know what that means. So, like, you play the game and you have all these characters running around, but instead of humans... It's computer controlled, but it's not like a, a cohesive, like linear storyline that you're playing. You're just out on a battlefield. You're going to play the Battle of Hoth, or you're going to play the Battle of Endor. Well, that's fine. That's just like jumping around levels in Mario Brothers, where everything else is just computer controlled. Right, but at the same time, there's it, it's not a story or anything. It's just a an open map. Is that what Battlefront? Like you play it from beginning to end. The is it the trilogy that you play? The original trilogy? or no, no, there is no trilogy. See, that's why I feel like the Super Nintendo Star Wars games are still my favorite Star Wars games. Because you're Luke. You, yeah, you do silly stuff. Like <laughs> climbing up a sand crawler, which never really happened. But it still tells the original trilogy in well, a linear fashion. Those like, games... to be the... The characters that matter. Like being a moisture like, farmer for the first three levels would be really fucking stupid. But you're not like, you know, Rebel Soldier 885. Those games are fucking, fucking hard, sh- though. Oh, my God. They yeah, were Super Star Wars. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah like, kind of not That's fun. That's why I was so mentioning the Sandcrawler board, because I never got past that. <laughs> Unless I, I just you never got off an Empire, and I never got off. Oh. I would have to break those games out. I don't think I did ever get off that of doing that. That shit was... Because you didn't get a save. Uh, Do you still have that? No. Do you have a Wii? You can download it. Do they still support that? I think they do. I I think they do. Because you used to be... Don't look at me. Uh, I don't fuck. You have a Wii, though. So, with with all this in mind... for Netflix. With all this in mind, I'm probably still going to get... Well, come on. Battlefront. I am going to get Battlefront. I'm going to get it, man. Matt's a man of the next generation. He's all about new things. Playing with young children. I don't know if that's how I'd sell Matt. (laughs) I'm a a man who likes to play with young children. That's how I I chose to sell Matt. I would sell you as a man who likes to play with young children. More than I would sell you as a man who likes new things. <laughs> oh, okay. You're right. I fucked up. Man's, Matt's a man that likes to play with young children. Online. And in person. Yeah, well, on that note, I think that's about going to wrap it up for us tonight. You don't want to get into Rebels a little bit? Hey, man, if you want to have an extended episode, that's your prerogative. Why don't, why don't we let Matt actually watch Rebels and then catch up, and then we can have a real intelligent discussion like we're famously known for. Because Matt's not going to 
He is. I trust him. I trust wow. him. Wow. <laughs> okay. You guys want to talk Rebels next week? No, you, no. You don't want to we'll talk. We'll get to it. Well, you have at least two weeks to watch Rebels. You're going to give me two weeks. How yeah. many episodes are there? We're going to have an episode In this season of Mixos? I don't know. three episodes of Rebels. That's an hour and a half. I could do that. With commercials. I'll skip the commercials. All right. Come back next week, folks, for Rebels. Or Star Trek. Or Star Trek. You're going to be surprised. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Charbley. Mac is out. We'll see you next time. So Rebels is not going to be next week. We just we'll lied watch to it anyway. We just no. lied to everyone. No, I co- I covered his tracks. Okay, wait. So it won't be next week. Sixteenth no, will be Star Trek. With I feel like we left that shit off where people are going to think it's next week. Well, you're well, recording right. I fucking liked it. Up. Well, you're recording it right now. So you want me to add this? You can add this, and then people will know because they listen to the end.